Hey guys, I'm Fiorella, and this is the Less of Me podcast. Thank you so much for like joining the podcast today. And today I've got a special guest. Hi guys, my name is Nestor. Um, so today, as you can see, Tati is not currently with me, and that is because Tati and I are no longer going to be doing it together. Not because we don't want to, but it's because the lord has blessed her with a baby child um she's gonna be a mom again and it's very exciting so i will be your host <laughs> from now on and yes i hope you guys enjoy today we are going to start a new series it's gonna be called but god and we're basically just gonna speak about um just how god changes everything how god is in the midst of everything and how god just shows up in everything like how our life can be going one direction but god shows up and he redirects us because the lord is our shepherd and we shall not want um so uh yes (laughs) so we're gonna speak about purpose as well um just personally for me i've been struggling with like starting up the podcast because I feel like I'm just not enough. Like, I didn't feel like I was qualified again. And just the fear of, like, speaking has been, like, very, like, huge on me. And as somebody who's being looked at, I I just am scared of being judged. But that will always happen regardless of whether I'm in the spotlight or I'm not in the spotlight. And we're just going to speak about purpose. Like, our purpose and just how how much we've struggled with that i know that nestor has struggled with it as well we all a lot of people struggle with it at one point in their life and just how god's purpose is always going to be enough and fulfilling and you know we get peace from that we get peace and we get our purpose and our identity from god but yeah yeah. so we're gonna start off in joshua right yeah nice so i don't know how to read it do you want to read it no, it's uh, okay. No? I'll, read okay. It. I'll read it. Okay. So this is Joshua 23, um, verse 14. So it says, Now I'm about to go the way of all the earth. You know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good promises the Lord your God has gave you has failed. <clears throat> Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. So that's verse 14. So that's verse 14. And we were just literally just talking about this in Bible study. But... um none of god's promises in our lives fail and even if he's given you like the job that you've always wanted like that is a promise that's been fulfilled but sometimes as people we feel like we don't deserve it and we feel unqualified and we feel like like oh like this is not this is not purposeful or this is or i'm just not enough and that's something that i've been struggling a lot with like i feel like i'm not enough like like I'm like oh I'm not enough for the podcast like I'm just not enough and the reality of the situation is that we aren't enough and I just Nestor's gonna share like anytime he's felt like that and like how yeah how we we are not enough but the Lord tells like because of the Lord we are enough and we are sufficient yeah so I mean me with my testimony like I kind of had like a little prodigal son moment um with my testimony so there's been a lot of times like coming out of that season um because just to be blunt like there was just a lot of like like first the first couple years of college where I was just kind of like into the party culture and into a lot of worldly things um and then coming out of that and coming back to the Lord um it's been great 
in terms of like I'm on fire for God and like um he's been opening so many doors for me but there's definitely like that guilt and shame that sometimes I carry around to where like you know I feel like I'm not enough sometimes because you know um just things I did in the past like are just too bad for me to like really be a voice to other people now and like and even like besides even my testimony and everything like I just have a lot of like self-doubt um sometimes just about myself like if I'm able if, I, if I'm a good person like if like people really do like me like just a lot of like intrusive thoughts that enemy sends me um but then whenever I read the word and really get into the word like that's when like God really shows me that like you know I am a new creation I am I am a child of God and like that makes me enough whether or not I think I am or not that's besides the point because God already like has told me that I am enough um so I really find a lot of my strength in the Lord in terms of that because if I was just you know left to my own defenses and own like thought processes like I would just always be stuck in that like less than mentality um and just feeling like you know because I'm also a perfectionist so like I want to be like perfect in like almost everything I do so yeah so when I'm like when I don't um when I don't reach like a certain expectation that I have for myself in like any field it is whether it's like talking to people or like my like professional aspirations or like school because like even with school like I haven't really like you know the first couple years kind of 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 my like habits kind of messed up a lot of my my school and like my grades and everything so like when I look at any of those things, like, I can really get caught up on, like, wanting to, like, be, like, quote-unquote perfect, but no one's perfect, you know? Yeah. Only one person was perfect, so, um, I feel like just drawing my strength from the Lord and, like, staying in prayer and staying in His, in His Word has helped me a lot with those feelings, um, because, like, even though, like, sometimes, like, those thoughts don't go away, it's, um, it's still, like, I can always, I can always just look at the Bible or look to God in prayer and just and like and he he's like he becomes enough for me you know Mm -hmm. to where he strengthens me he fills me with his spirit and like um and that is like that really is just enough you know Mm -hmm. yeah and like have you ever had like a situation in which like like even like how would you handle all that all those feelings like before you knew christ i mean before i like before i met christ like if if I ever felt, like, any of those feelings, like, I would just go, like, because, I mean, I'm I'm going to be completely real here. Like, I used to smoke weed, and I used to, like, party and stuff. So, like, if I ever felt a certain way, I would just, like, go roll up a joint and, and smoke. And, like, you know, like, that would, like, that would bring me, like, a temporary high that would just leave me with my emotions that I still, like, never really dealt with. But now that, like, I'm actually, like, giving my life to the Lord and walking with Him, it's, like, He gives me, a, He gives me, like, a a satisfaction and like a purpose mm-hmm. to where like um even in the bible it says that like our pain and our suffering is um amounting to a glory like way more than we can ever imagine it yeah. says that in hebrews 12 yeah. um and it's like i know that like even even through like my like my self-degrading thoughts sometimes and like my like my pain and my suffering that i go through like i know that it's all for a purpose and I can like I really take solace in that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And like, do you do you ever feel like um, even now, like now, like what do you do exactly when you feel like oh I'm struggling with perfectionism or like in those moments of struggle? Because like for example, like me, 
when I'm struggling and I'm like, like today, like I was like, I'm not enough. And then we started worship. Like I worship in the morning and like, yeah. I, I seek for the Lord. Like I literally try to like go into his word. I'm like, okay. And I pray verses over me, over myself. Like I am like, the Lord is my, my strength. Like, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of what I personally do in order to like, I remind myself who my guide is and who I find my strength in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what I do. Um, and I do, I worship when I feel like it's like, because I'm lacking worship, I worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to like relate in a way to like people who don't, who don't have that connection. Like I, before, like, like you, like I would not, I try to find myself being enough by getting more likes on Instagram or posting more mm-hmm. or, you know, just being like very out there and being like, Oh, like I'm here. Like, look at me. Like my my i'm enough was found in other places whereas mm-hmm. like now i don't need to like show that i'm enough or you know just like do all these extra things um in order to like sh- like know my value yeah um i know i'm enough because of the lord and because god tell- reminds me in the word so like very a lot of times when like i have felt like i'm not enough or i look at like the race that I'm running like it's I always mm-hmm. think of it like okay we're running this race but like we don't have like we're not competing with anybody else like we're looking at someone else's race we're setting ourselves up for failure yeah. so like the times I have done that I'm like that's when I most feel like I'm not enough or like when I'm like looking when I looked at these other people's podcasts I'm like oh yeah like I could never be like that or like yeah. that com- like comparison is what actually made me feel like unworthy and like just not feeling like I'm enough and is in those moments where I'm like where God will remind me and like and I I look I seek the word which is like I'm seeking for that you know, in God mm-hmm. but also like in those moments God will remind me like the thing is you aren't enough by yourself right you're only enough because of me and like he fulfills and I go and I just pray and worship. Like I'll put a worship song on and I'll just praise him and worship him. And I just ask for him to fill my spirit and to like feed my spirit. And that's just what I do. Yeah. No, I mean like comparison is literally like the killer of all joy. And like it's it's so true because I like, I found myself doing that a lot. Like especially on social media, it's so easy to like look at this person yeah. and that person and be like, wow, they're doing so much better than me and they're doing so much better than me. But, like, obviously, we already know, like, social media is just a highlight reel. And it's just really not what's really going on in people's lives. Um, But I, like, I saw something on Instagram, actually, the other day, like, a reel that said, like, um, how with God, it's just God loves each and every one of us so specially. Like, it's, like, it's not like he loves one person more than the other because, like, if we look at it, we can be, like, oh, like, you know, like, God must love this person more because they're getting more, like, success and more, mm-hmm. like, um, attention and this and that. Um, but it's, like, God loves us each so, so like, uniquely and, like, and personally. Like, because there's only one you. There's only, like, one person that can do the exact things that you can do. There's only one person that can praise and worship God the way that you worship God. Mm-hmm. So, like, that really, like, shifted my perspective because it's, like... Yeah, I could look at this person and that person and be like, okay, I want what that person has or I want what that person has. But, like, it really, like, shifts... It really, like... It's almost, like, dishonoring God at that point yeah. because it's, like, God made me so specifically and so, like... Um, beautifully, beautiful, wonderfully made. Exactly. And, like, yeah. in such a specific way to where, like, he he's given me my gifts 
and and all the little things about me and like he made he made that with me so that I could like worship him in in the in the way that I only can like only I can you know what I mean so like um that really like helps me a lot with comparison and then like but just like you were saying like now like I feel like instead of going to those things that I used to go to like now I just I just get in the word when I feel a certain way or I get into I get into a time of worship and praise because it's like like all these other things all these like like looking to social media for for validation or like or looking to people for validation or like looking for a substance to make you feel a certain way like those are all things that just don't last and like they yeah. don't give you true fulfillment because you're just going to keep searching and searching and for you're never your purpose exactly well. and you're never going to be fulfilled like you're never going to find exactly what you like you're always going to want more if that makes sense so yeah. like it's it's like when you're when you find your your purpose and your identity in God it's like he, like he's always enough and like yeah. he always proves to be enough and like he never he never once has like failed us and he never will you know yeah and that actually goes back to psalms 138 yeah. verse 8 where it says the lord will fulfill his purpose for me your love O lord endures forever do not abandon the works of your hand hands so like god never abandons us and exactly. in the even in like the works that he has for us and the plans he has for us he doesn't abandon us nor forsake us and like he's with us like he he's literally he has a purpose for each and every single one of us obviously for me i've been struggling with the purpose of like doing this podcast for a while like but god that is like literally what god does like he has a purpose for our lives and even if we try to run away from it eventually god will take a hold and a grab of us because like i know that i i literally told like three people like oh yeah like i'm not even gonna do this podcast anymore and literally i had a but god moment and like literally but god prevented that from happening because i had just witnesses of his presence and tell me like listen you are a voice like god's given you that platform even if it's only to reach one person like if, even if one person's going to be listening to this it's for god it's because god wants to speak to them and god wants to tell them like i have a purpose and a plan for you and i will never abandon or forsake you like mm -hmm. my hand's always at work in your life even if you don't see it, like I am here walking by your side. And that goes back to Psalm 23 that we were learning today. Yeah. And I don't like I I don't know just like how we can deny his presence or deny that he exists. Because like for me personally, it's like I try I'm literally looking back on my life a lot in order to do this podcast and record in order for me to relate to people who are non believers and you know, at different stages of life. And every time I try to look back and try to acknowledge like, oh, maybe God wasn't there. God shows me that he was there and he was working and he was protecting me. Like there were so many times in my life where I should have been dead or I like I should have just gone through something worse. Yet I did not because God's hand of protection was over my life like so many times. And every time I look back onto my life, I'm like, Lord, like I was so lost. I was so lost. And. I was like a lost sheep and it's like now I've been found like and in order to be found somebody today said this it, during Bible study they said that when a, a sheep strays away from a shepherd the shepherd breaks the sheep's legs and it, God doesn't break our legs but he allows the circumstances 
to crush us because we're not depending on him. So a lot of the times people are like, oh, why did God let me go through this? It's like God didn't want you to go through this. You allowed yourself to go through that because right. we make our own decisions. God allows us to make our own decisions in life. He gives us the freedom of choice. Like we could either choose his path, which is narrow and difficult, but it's it might be difficult, but we have a greater strength and that strength is found in him. Or we can go into the easy path path that everybody goes through that is very much wide and open and it comes with like damage and leads to death at the end of the day because it might be a large gate and very seem very fun and easy to go through but in reality it's leading you to death because you're going to end up being crushed by the circumstances that you place yourself in and not only that but it leads to death because you're living a sinful life and it's like you can only acknowledge that when you've truly had a relationship with God and you see like you see how holy and amazing God is and how much he loves you and that doesn't mean that because you're on this large narrow path that leads to death doesn't mean you can't turn away from it it just means like you just have to acknowledge it and then just acknowledge that God who God is and who how he sent his son to die on the cross for us and how his blood the blood that was shed on Calvary literally washes us clean of our sins and we are made pure and we are seen as pure in the eyes of the lord so yeah <laughs> yeah like honestly like that really what i what i kind of took from that like how he says like god never abandons his creation like that kind of reminded me of something we were talking about in bible study too because in psalm 23 it talks about like even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i shall fear no evil mm -hmm. so it's like i feel like a lot of times we can get so like as human beings like we're just it's it's normal like for us to feel this way but like we can get so emotionally attached to circumstances in our life rather than like god's promises and god's like love in our life and it's like like even like because i kind of brought this up because i saw this in like a in a sermon recently where like for there to be a valley there has to be two mountaintops on either side of that valley so it's like a lot of times we can get so caught up in like the circumstances of like, oh man, I'm in a valley right now. Like things are going terrible. Like where is God? Like why isn't he like here right now? Where it's like if we just shift our perspective, like God promises that he has plans to, to prosper us and not to, not to harm us, plans to give us hope in the future. And it's like he could just be taking you through that valley to develop you and like endurance and exactly give you yeah. endurance and produce perseverance in you and like produce strength in you for you to be able to get to your next mountaintop because like like me like i look at my testimony a lot like i mean like i sometimes i question you know like like why did this have to happen to me like why did like certain circumstances have to like um line up in a way that like led me down this like let, let me down this path but it's like at the end of it, like, I was at a mountaintop before everything bad happened. And, like, now, like, I'm kind of, I, I went through the valley. I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, and, like, and God, you know, allowed a, allowed a lot of pain in my life to happen. Um, but it, it really, like, grew a lot of strength in me. And, like, now I have the chance to, like, to spread my message to others and, like, tell, like help other people who are struggling with the same things. Um, and, like, at the end of the day, it's not, like... It's not our will, but it's his will. And, yeah. and like, even though I went through a lot of, like, things that I wish I never had to go through, like, now I'm able to help other people who are going through the same things, like, find Christ through their pain. Yeah. And, like, that's a beautiful thing. That's, like, that's what God, like, God wants us, God wants to use us as vessels to further his kingdom and to, grow, like, to gain, like, to get more souls into heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't, the Bible says that he doesn't want anybody to perish. Yeah. And just going back on what you said, like, he walks through, he allows us to walk through the valley. And sometimes he will allow us to go through situations. Again, even if you're not Christian, like, you could be going through, like, a lot of pain. Like, maybe family pain. Maybe, like, pain with your relationship. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're, we... We place ourselves in those situations, and many times God is telling us, like, let go of the situation. Like, let go of the relationship. Let go of the friendship. You know, place boundaries with your family. And because we are stubborn and because we don't acknowledge when God's voice is saying, like, like, hey, stop it. Like, that's why we go through so much hardship. And many times it's like God will allow us to go through that to test our faith. If you're Christian and you're going to church every Sunday... God will sometimes allow you to go, like, he will allow our faith to be tested. Because it's only through the testing that the true fruit, it's only when you're put through the fire that the, you know, that the, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Once you're put, when you put gold through the fire, it's only, that's only when you can see the imperfections come to, come to the surface. So that's exactly what God allows us to go through. Sometimes we'll have to go through a rough patch in our, you know, in our Christian life when you're like, but Lord, like I am serving you. Like I'm worshiping you. I'm going to church on Sunday. Like I'm reading my Bible. Like, why am I going through this? Sometimes God is trying to teach you a lesson and you just don't want to learn the lesson. And like, it's in moments that is difficult and hard and going through the, when you feel like you're going through the valley of death, like that is when we're supposed to be on our knees and praying more worshiping more in our houses like it's in those situations where god is truly trying to like show us the areas that we need to that he needs to refine and you know like those imperfections that we need to like fix because sometimes we're like and we're such in a good place with the lord that we're like oh yeah like i've got everything under control and that is a lie from the pit of hell because yeah i know as a christian I can be the first one to say, I never have anything under control. Like every time yeah. I think, oh yes, I've got it under control. God says, nope, I'm I'm your provider, and that's something that I've always struggled with. Like acknowledging that God is my provider. Like I could lose my job. I could, you know, do it's like so many things. I could lose my health. I could lose my my breath. But the Lord is the only one that provides. Like I'm not my own provider. I'm not self sufficient. I'm only I am only successful because of god and i'm only healthy because god allows me to be and i only have money in my pockets and even when i don't have money in my pockets that's only because god like sometimes i won't have money in my pocket at all but all my bills will be paid and that's because the lord like that is because the lord is the one that provides for us and like yeah like that's just something that i took away from that like god will allow us to go through things in order to endure us build our character build our faith if you don't have faith, then in reality, you don't have anything. Like, you have to have faith that the Lord's going to pull through and he's there with you. And that just goes back to, like, what we were just reading in Psalms 190, um, 138. Mm-hmm. Um, where it literally says, like, he endures forever and he doesn't abandon us, like, because he loves us. Like, he literally just loves you so much. That he's literally going through this with you. He's mourning in pain with you. But that pain sometimes might be pain that you don't want to let go. And that pain could also be pain that you might have to go through in order because in order to learn a lesson, in order to help someone else, because the Lord will allow your misery and your pain to become a testimony so beautiful that it will impact others. And we are 
used to just share that testimony and mm-hmm. just reach others through our pain and through our agony because he will be glorified. It's not because we're going to be glorified, but it's because he's going to be glorified. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing, like, the thing that I've realized recently like, with God is, like, he's a good God. He's not, like, it's not like mm-hmm. he's, he's not a nice God. He's not, like, a, a sunshine and rainbows God. Like, he's a good God. And, like, I feel like sometimes we, like, and these, I can only speak about myself. Like, I've, like, I can kind of think about the word good and, and kind of think that, you know, good just means that everything is, that everything's going the way you want it to go. That everything's, like, um going up and that, like, it's only positive. But, like, good means that, like, he's a good father. He's not going to, like, just let us have whatever, like, whatever yeah. we want or anything. Because, like, he knows that, like, we don't, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a father, like, like an earthly father and his son like yeah. he like an earthly father an earthly father wouldn't just give his son anything he wanted because he knows that like he knows better than his son knows so yeah. the, just like it says in the bible like the lord's ways and thoughts are above are, are above our thoughts and our ways yeah. so like he's never it's not that it's not that he doesn't want us to be happy but he knows that there's certain things that we need to go through that just that are going to shape us into the man or woman that like he's calling us to be so like that's like now when i look at like any trials or anything that i go through i just know that like it's it's molding me and it's shaping me into a man that like god wants me to be for whatever purpose he has for my life like in that season or in general in life um but yeah like i like i've definitely learned that a lot about god recently um, because like, you know, I could look back on my life and like, kind of just be like, play that, like, why me? Like, um, like scenario, like that victim mentality type, um, energy, but like, God hasn't called you to be a victim. He's called you to walk out in victory. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, mm-hmm. and like, through that, like, I just know now that there's no point in like, in wallowing or dwelling on the past. Just like it says in the Bible, there's no point in dwelling on the past because that happened that like I grew from it I learned from it I have more wisdom now and now I'm able to help other people and like that's like the most beautiful thing to me because like I feel like I just like me personally I love to help people and I felt like it's kind of like a thing where like um be careful what you ask for because I remember before um when I was like younger in high school I used to like want a testimony like I would like hear people say their testimony i'm like man i don't really have a testimony like i never like i never like rebelled i never like did anything like wrong and like i really got what i asked for for real um (laughs) but but it's it's still like it's a beautiful thing like even though like it caused me a lot of pain and like it, it caused my family a lot of pain like i i know now and i've seen it happen already how like my testimony has like increased other people's faith and like even like giving people hope um in their situations like i mean i'm not gonna name names but like i've talked to people who like have gone through similar things as me and like they they draw a lot of hope from things i'm saying and like that's like that's literally like the most beautiful thing in life when you're able to help someone else um and like i just thank god every day that like i mean i that i didn't end up dead right i didn't end up in a far worse situation because like like it really easily could have gone that way um, and he just brought me out of it, and I'm like, I'm so grateful for it, you know? Yeah, and I completely agree with you with that. Like, I could have ended up dead. 
I mean, I've shared bits and pieces of my testimony throughout this podcast. Um, not through this podcast specifically, but in my previous podcast. And yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm grateful for, I, before I used to like actually be upset. I'm like, yeah, like God, if God's so good, like, he loves me so much. Why would he allow me to do this? And just going back on what you said, like, God is, God is like our father. God is our father. And yeah. he loves us like our, like we, like his, we are his children. Like he's our father and we are his children. And he's going to discipline us. Yeah. And let me tell you, nobody likes to be disciplined. No, <laughs> nobody no, yeah, likes to be disciplined. <laughs> nobody. He disciplines us in such a subtle way. Like in such a loving way. It's crazy. But like God's, what it reminds me of is like, when parents reject something or they're like, oh, no, we're not going to do this. God does the exact, the exact same thing. God's rejection is protection. Like, mm-hmm. this goes back to, like, what I went through literally the night before today. God said no to me so many times and I didn't acknowledge him. I didn't acknowledge what he was saying. I was, he was like, no, no, Fiorella, no, no. And then, like, today in the morning, I was very upset. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to worship. In that moment of worship, God was like, I am protecting you. Because you are not supposed to be there at that time. You're not supposed to go there. And I'm like, but God, I, I just wanted this. And it's like us. It's like, but God, I just want yeah. that relationship. But God, I just love him. But God, I just want to be with this woman. Oh, but God, I just want this job. Um, But God, I just really want to earn this much money. And it's like, God will sit you down and be like, no. Like, you will get rejected from the person. You will get rejected from the job. You will get rejected from the school if God doesn't want you at the school. Mm -hmm. And it's like the same thing happened to me with my career. Like, God was like, no, Fiorella. I was supposed to go to medical school. And God sat me down. And he literally was like, Fiorella, if you go to medical school, you will depart from my presence. And I was like, but God, I don't understand. Like, I'll just pray while I'm in medical school. And it's like, no, because you're going to be so busy and there's going to be so much noise surrounding you that you're not going to focus on me. You're not going to mm-hmm. look for me. You're going to be starting. You're going to start to depend on yourself. You're going to get prideful. And he's like, but I've already changed your heart. And I'm like, okay, Lord, if you want me to go into this field, if you want me to be, you know, a nurse, if you want me to do this, I hated nursing. I hated nursing. I never wanted to be a nurse. And, but God changed my heart because nurses have to serve people. Nurses are servants. Nurses are literally the people that clean your bottom when you can't even clean it like we are we literally are we smell like poop sometimes and you know you smell like vomit like you are literally in the most vulnerable place with the with the patient and god changed my heart like that's the moment where god was like no fiorella like that career that you were asking for yes it's an amazing career but that is not what i've called you to be I've called you to this place because I'm going to change your heart. And the moment God changed my heart, transferred me over, I was, like, upset. I was so upset. I had so many people tell me, like, I was fasting and praying. I was like, Lord, show me that this is real. Like, do you actually not want me to go to medical school? Like, and God showed me, like, multiple times, like, you can get accepted sometimes to schools that, like, you think you, that God, you're like, oh, but God opened the door. God can open the door, but that doesn't mean they have to go through that door. Yeah. sometimes that door is open to lead you back into a circle of temptation you know that sometimes that door will be open in order to test you and to test your obedience towards the lord and god opened that door like god allowed that door to be open but that didn't mean i had to go through it and i went yeah. i wasn't gonna go through it i really wanted to but god like god was like no and that's when i had to redirect 
redirect to where God wants me to be and be obedient. And that just goes back to purpose. Like, I thought my purpose in life was something completely different. Like, the whole time I always thought, like, okay, my purpose in life is to be, you know, a good girlfriend to my ex-boyfriend, to be a future fiancé, to be a future mother, to be this and that. And it's like, yes, I still have all those purposes, but at the end of the day, God's main purpose is, like, you are my servant. You are, you know, you are my daughter. Like, that is my purpose. Like, your purpose in life, Fiala, was, like, it is to be a daughter, not only a daughter of God, but to be a servant and a preacher and just evangelize and, yeah. you know, show the love of Jesus to everybody who doesn't know Jesus. Like, go love on people. Go serve people. Go wash people's feet. Like, that is my purpose in life. My purpose in life is to glorify God in everything that I do. The way I speak, the way I talk. And even that is sometimes I fall short because I am human. I will fall short always. Yeah, we but, all do. Yeah. yeah. But that is, like, I, that's what I realized. Like, that is my purpose in life. And God gave me that purpose. Like, God gave me an assignment. He gave me a mission. And that's yeah. what God does with each and every one of us. And even through that mission, there's going to be difficult times where you're like, God, I don't even feel like this is the right place. Because trust me, I've been there so mm -hmm. many times. I'm like, Lord, you want me to public speak? Like, that's so wrong. Like, this girl cannot public speak. I get so nervous. I get so red. I'm like, I get anxiety. Like, and it's like our weaknesses in our weaknesses, we are made strong because it glorifies God. Right. So, like, that, like, God does never, he just never calls us to be, like, in the places that we are strong because we just depend on ourselves. But if we are called to do a work in an area that it's our weakness, we depend on him to show up and really do the right. work. Like, we don't depend on ourselves. And that is what God wants us to do on a day-to-day -day basis. He wants us to have intimate relationships with him. And he wants us to, you know, just remind ourselves that he cares for us and he loves us and he has a purpose for every single one of us and mm -hmm. his reject his rejection is protection like a father like remember that like rejection is protection i got rejected so many times for some so many jobs and i'm actually so happy because i wasn't led, meant to be there exactly and it all led you to this moment and like literally with that like that that whole wait my mind's blanking for a second give me a second just to the process okay but no with what you were just saying about purpose and everything like literally like i've i've realized that like with purpose and everything god calls you it's kind of like the whole thing where, it's, where they say god doesn't call the qualified he qualifies the called mm -hmm. so it's like he just wants you to show up like it's not it, like god doesn't call us like of course god calls us to things because we have specific gifts and everything to fulfill those callings but it's also the pressure isn't all on us when we get called to something it's like God just wants us to show up and he will provide for us. Like he'll provide the words. He'll provide whatever is necessary to fulfill that dream. He just wants you to step in and lean into it. Um, but like also tying back to what you were talking about, like kind of like with your testimony, like um, it just reminded me like how in Psalm 23, we were talking about the one part where it says, um, surely your goodness and love will, will follow, follow me, after me, follow after me all my days. And, like, in the NLT, it actually says, like, um, I like how they say it a little better. It says, like, that your goodness and love will pursue me for the rest of my days. Um, and I just, like, that just makes, that just clicked in my head because, like, there's there's so many situations where we can look back and we're like, man, I wish I did this or I wish I did that. Like, you probably had moments where you were, like, like in, in that season where God where God opened those doors mm -hmm. to, the, to the medical school or 
or to nurse him and you kind of wanted to go that way you're like man god why can't i go that way like god will always um god will always pull us like to his purpose so his like his love and his goodness will always follow us and always pursue us and like that's like and it it redirects us literally like because when i think of that like i just think of like how most recently like i was in california and like i was just living for myself like i was i was like i was smoking and drinking every weekend like just like on tiktok and social media like just literally living like listening to all the worst music just living for myself really and like it literally like it got to a point where i was like considering to start modeling and like start um like doing like even like reality shows and like god like god god's love and god's goodness is so good because like at that point there was a point in time where like i i lost my job because like i ended up like just i missed a couple days of work because i was like i was obviously not doing the right things like behind the scenes um and i actually ended up in rehab and that experience was a very like you know you know emotionally like draining and very like dark season of my life but like coming out of it now and looking in hindsight like if God wouldn't have allowed that hurt and that situation to happen, like, God knows where I'd be right now, like, in sin. Like, like I literally, like, I got called back from, like, a couple of the reality TV shows. And, like, I know, like, my, like, where I was at mentally in California, like, I would have ended up going. Like, and I would have ended up doing these things. And, like, just seeing, like, some of my friends, like, especially this one friend that I have that, like, ended up doing reality TV, sh- like, and like a reality tv show and where he's at now like he's just clubbing like all the time all his posts are about like he has like a drink in his hand and he's like at a different club in a different city like almost like every other week and it's like man like thank you god because like i would have ended up just like him and just like so like tied to sin and tied to the things of this world and like that just like that just proves that verse true that god's goodness and love pursues you because like he he used he used that situation of rehab to pull me out of like that sinful nature and that sinful life that I was heading towards like I was literally heading to an eternity of like damnation at that point because of like the things I was doing and like now I'm like I'm able to like to preach to I mean not preach but like you know like help the youth and like help other people and like preach my testimony and serve like in the church and like those are things that would have never happened if i didn't go through if god didn't allow that to happen in my life and me go through the rehab so like that's just like that kind of was just going through my mind when we were reading that because it's like man god is so persistent after his children and it's so beautiful to see that and i'm like it, it just like it leaves me in awe of god like all the time because it's like man like it's it's literally like that like that father to son relationship where it's like the father sees yeah. like where you're going but like you have no idea because you're just a kid and you like and you're, you're so blind, mature and you're you blind see. exactly yeah. so I'm like wow thank God that like he he pulled me out of that that terrible season because I was just I would have ended up a slave to sin and like and now I'm here able to to like get involved in church and like actually serve God which is like I feel like is all of our purposes like it's attached to all of our purposes of course we all have our own unique callings and everything but at the end of the day like we're all called to make disciples 
and and spread God's love throughout the, the nation. Commission. Exactly, the Great Commission isn't just for missionaries; it's for everybody, you know. So, I'm just like that. That part of Psalm 23 just like stuck with me so heavy, and like, and it kind of reminded me of it when you were talking about like your your like um different avenues that you could have took in yeah. life, and how like God pulled you to this exact moment for a specific reason, you know. And you know what? Just just staying on that, like, so. I know I've talked about it before, but, like, even the way God, like, even through the pain, like, the pain I was feeling, oh, guys, it doesn't even, like, doesn't even compare to the joy that, like, I have now because of the Lord. Like, if I, so if God allowed, would have allowed me, I don't know if I've spoken about it before, but I was going to have a baby, like, I was going to have a baby, if God would have allowed me to have that child, I can honestly say, like, I would not be in church, but it's because of the baby that I lost. It was because of the pain of, like, losing my baby, losing, like, everything. I felt like I lost everything. It was because of that pain that I sought the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, and he heard my prayers. Like, he called, like, he heard my prayers, and I literally heard his voice while I was in pain. Like, I cursed God out literally moments before he spoke to me and I was like that's the moment my life changed but the Lord allowed me to go through that pain because that was the breaking of the shepherd's legs that was a breaking of not the shepherd of the sheep's legs because then the sheep wasn't able to walk the sheep had to remain and stay and seek for the shepherd and wait for the shepherd to come and just hold it and just carry it on its back like that was that moment for me in my life and God allowed like God redirected me and allowed the pain and the things that I had brought into my life to crush me and it crushed me so bad and it was like all my brokenness there's a psalm in psalm I, I forget what psalm it says but where in psalm it says it but it's like for the the Lord is near the brokenhearted for the Lord is near those who are brokenhearted and crushed in spirit mm. I was crushed in spirit like my spirit was crushed like my ego my pride who I thought I was everything was crushed and it's that moment of brokenness is when i allowed god because i'm like i have nothing else to offer like i am i'm done like i'm in the deep ends of darkness like in that moment is when i allowed god to come into my life and that's why god allows us sometimes to be in that brokenness because it's through the brokenness that we encounter that we are actually going to encounter the lord as well and it's in our brokenness that the lord is most nearest to us in Mm -hmm. psalm 137 verses verse three it says for the lord is near the brokenhearted and he binds their wounds he not only is mourning with us and is in pain with us but he binds our wounds and he allows us to go through these things because yes it endures us and everything but many times it's because it's gonna bring us to him it's gonna just allow him we're gonna allow him into our life because prior to that prior to those moments we probably wouldn't have allowed him if the lord didn't redirect me the way he redirected me I probably would still have all these struggles and it was a process and I wasn't able to see the process when I was in it. I see it now a year later. I'm like, oh, wow, Lord, you were doing all of this. Well, I couldn't even see it. I just mm-hmm. thought like I was just going through a bad phase of my life. And it turns out like you were actually growing my character. You were building and making the testimony that I am now. Like you were just doing all that. Mm-hmm. And that just goes like that. All that is just to say like, he literally pursues us like he's pursuing us and even for those who are living in sin god pursues you on a day-to-day basis just take a moment to look around and just 
for you to just acknowledge it say like pray like lord open my eyes to see and open my ears anoint my ears to hear your voice allow me to see the things that you're doing in my life and trust me god will open them open their eyes like you will be yeah. able to see clear as day and you will be able to hear his voice his voice is so subtle and trust me if you ask and pray that the lord opens your eyes he will do it because he cares and loves you even if you're living in sin, even if you're, you know, even if you're like not even going to church, that like God does not care where you are or what you're doing. He will encounter you because he loves you. Like he will go and say, hey, I'm here. He will make himself known to you because that's pretty much what I did. I was like, if you're real, show me. And he did. And he's not afraid of our whys and he's not afraid to show us who he is. It's a matter of seeking him. So if I could leave you guys off with something, it's definitely seek him seek him and you know pray that you're able to see his presence and just encounter him 100 percent. seeking him is like one of the biggest things because like i know like i could have never gone through rehab and through that whole experience without seeking the lord like when i tell you that i've ex I experienced god in like the most profound and like just huge ways in rehab like it was ridiculous like he was, like, it's it's a crazy thing that happens when you, like, really put your faith in God and, like, really, like, just run after him and get in his word and, like, and want to learn more about him. Like, especially, like, when you're when you're in a dark place, like, just like you were saying, like, he's near the brokenhearted. Like, he really is because, like, like, I was just, I was just in my word and I was, I was watching a bunch of sermons in rehab and, like, I, like, he just he just like laid the path ahead of me like he made things happen for me like in rehab that just like where so many people like had terrible times and like just looked at it as like a failure in the life i was able to like have joy and like actually like enjoy the experience of like recovering because i know i knew like okay like god saved me like i was able to look at life or like look at my situation and my circumstance at that point and be like wow like god really like took me out of a dark place and i could have ended up like dead or 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 just a slave to sin and like now like i have the chance to get better and like and even just experience like experiencing the holy spirit in rehab was amazing too um but it's seeking him is literally just the key it's, it's the major key to life it really is because like it 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 says it in the Bible, and it's just so true. Like, when you seek him, you grow in intimacy with him, and you grow in, like, a discernment that's just, like, it's hard to explain, but it's just so real, and it's so, like, I mean, you've experienced it. Yeah. Like, it's just God gifts you with, like, a certain discernment and a certain, like, love for him that just overflows out of you. It surpasses all understanding. Right. It really does. Like, and it's it's just the biggest blessing ever it's the greatest gift it really is yeah well guys i hope you guys liked today's podcast um i'm gonna have more guests and i'm probably gonna do some podcasts alone but thank you for listening um and thank you for watching as well for those who are watching i hope you have a blessed day and stay tuned for the next podcast bye bye